Bishop Matthew Adiminsah is an apostle of great faith. God has used him to raise nine people from the dead and perform several miracles including incredible healings of cancer, HIV AIDS, kidney failures and many more. He is a healing evangelist, church planter, great teacher and a mighty prophet who speaks to the nations. He is also an author of many books. In Faith to Faith Hour, he reveals divine secrets and truth. Stay tuned and be blessed. You can be changed in the atmosphere of faith. Miracles take place in the atmosphere. We're sharing the word of God, and this is about evangelism by the power of God. Amen. Now we're going to look why is it important that we should win souls? Why is it that God's word is always encouraging us to preach to others? Why? Why is it that God always wants us to bring in people? You know, sometimes when you don't have reason for something your motivation is so low and i believe if as we go through the word of god to know what really god want in fact soul winning is the heartbeat of god god loves sinners and 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 that's why good news christ died for what sinners Sometimes we hate sinners. You must hate what they do. But don't hate them as a person. You may, you may hate fornicators. People who fornicate. They are not married and they are having sex. And, and some running all over the place. But you must love them. And you must pray for them. You must hate the activities of armed robbers, criminals, tricksters. But you must love them and pray for them so that they will be born again. So God hates sin, but he loves sinners. Everybody say it with me. God hates sin, but he loves sinners. He hates what they do, but he loves them as a person. And so, it is very important for us to establish that fact. So now we miss it together. And we think, I mean, sometimes we see sinners and, and we hate them. One day Jesus was passing by and then the Pharisees brought a woman caught in adultery. And according to them, they said, we caught her in the very act. That means the man was on the married woman. And then how they only managed to grab the one down 
and let the one up. That is also another topic. Because if you 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 catch people in the very act of sex, it, the, who is the first one you should grab? Amen. But they grab the one under. Amen. And they brought her to Jesus. And then they said, Moses in the law says, this one ought to be stoned. What do you say? That means in the law, such a person should be stoned to death. And it was right there in the laws of Moses. That if you're a married woman and you are caught, but if you read critically the laws of Moses, it says nothing about the man. But it's always about the woman. And that's why Jesus came to bridge the gap. Amen. And then Jesus bent down and started writing in the sun. And then he said, any of you that have not committed anything, cast the first stone. And the Bible says from the first to the last. They all. Jesus was not defending wrongdoing, but he was demonstrating his love to the wrongdoer that he should be given grace. And so when Jesus got up, he told the woman. Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. Put your hands together. So you looked at Jesus' approach. He loved sinners. And he wanted them to be saved. Number one. The reason why we should preach is that it's a command from our Lord. Everybody say command. Command it is, is something that you do even without question. Command if you are a soldier and you are command hey left right turn go this way. You don't have to Ask your superior officer, why should I go that way? That's why they say, do before complain. You do what I'm asking you to do. After, then you can complain. So it's the Lord's command. It's the Lord's command. Let's go to the book of Mark 16. I'm reading from verse. 14. Later he appeared to the 11. 
as they sat at the table. That means he was talking about Jesus after the resurrection. How he appeared to the disciples. And he rebuked their unbelief and hardening of heart. Because they did not believe those who had seen him after he had risen. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. System. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. But he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe in my name. They will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, it will be by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Amen. This is what we call the Great Commission. Everybody say, Great Commission. It's a command that we should go. He did not say that bishops go. He did not say apostles go. He did not say deacons, elders. But those who believed in him. Everyone. So no matter what you are, you must obey the Lord's command. You may be a boss of a corporation, a managing director. You must obey. You may be a messenger. You must obey because it is command. You may be a chorister. You don't say that I'm a chorister so I don't win souls. So winning is for only um, the fishes of men group. I'm an usher. I'm, I, I am a protocol officer. So, uh, so winning is not my business. Everybody point to the person sitting by you and say, we are all involved. We are all involved. We are all involved. Shake the person sitting by you and say, we are all involved. Hallelujah. So, so winning is for everyone. No one is excluded. And it's a task given to us. Whatever job you are doing, you must be a soul winner. You cannot say, me, I don't know how to do it. I was not born with it. I'm not a good talker. I, I stammer. Everyone must be a soul winner. It's for all of us. Because it is a command. It is a command from the Lord to be a soul winner. Hallelujah. Number two. The reason being that God 
want his house to be full. God hates empty chairs in his house. Everybody say, God hates to see empty chairs. He wants his house to be full. God always wants full capacity in his house. And therefore, we his servant, it is our responsibility to make sure that we always get his house full with people. You yourself, if you are having an event, maybe a party, and you set chairs, and then you expect people, you set invitations all around, and and then you are waiting, you are waiting. Only five people turn up. Wow, how will you feel? How will you feel? Your birthday. And you expect people to come in. Your wedding. And you are standing here. When you turn. Few people. How will you feel? It is the same way. Anytime we gather. We gather in the name of the Lord. And so you expect. That his house will be full. Put your hands together for the Lord. In Luke chapter 14, verse 23. Then the master said to the servant, Go out into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in, that my house may be filled. For I say to you that none of those men who were invited shall taste my supper. A man was having a dinner. He was a king. A great person. He sent out invitation to people. His friends. His acquaintance. Business partners. And he was expecting them to come. When the time came. This man was waiting. And he saw few people. Dropping in. So he said. Okay let me check up. Let me call. Uh, Mr. Coffison. So hello Mr. Coffison. Yeah, I mean, everything is ready. The dinner. Yeah. Are you coming? Mr. Coffee said, Oh, if I am sorry. I'm sorry, I, I cannot come. I cannot come. Oh, why? Did you get the invitation? Oh, yes, I got the invitation. All right. But I'm sorry, I cannot come. Why? Oh, you know, you know this uh, government, one DAF, 
One desert, one factory. And by the grace of God, I've, I've, I, 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 I've gotten um, a contract. And I've gotten a land. And uh, one district, one factory, secretariat, all the officials, they are coming to inspect the land. By uh, at 7 p.m. to 8, they will be there to inspect the land. God of miracles, signs and wonders, by stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. This book contains mind-blowing and incredible testimonies, healings, miracles, signs and wonders done in the glorious name of Jesus Christ through the ministry of Bishop Adiaminsah. He reveals the step-to-step -step approach about how to grow in the word of God, the levels of anointing of the Holy Spirit, and the power of faith to have miracles, signs and wonders in your life and ministry through the simplicity of preaching the gospel. God of miracles, signs and wonders is a must read. Grab your copy now. supernatural faith to raise the dead and jesus said as you go preach saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand heal the sick cleanse the lepers raise the dead cast out demons in this book bishop adamansa whom god has used to raise nine people from the dead shares his experiences and that of other men of god like archbishop benson idahosa Bishop Adiaminsah challenges young ministers how they can receive faith and the anointing to raise the dead and the dying. Supernatural faith to raise the dead is the mastery. Grab a copy now. your land in the night oh yes that's the only time the minister could get for me so I cannot come amen if truly you have a land and you want people to inspect the land is it day or night so the person was what? Lying. He was lying. Amen. Then he said, okay, let me call uh, Mr. Uh, Blanson. Hello, Mr. Blanson. We are waiting. Yeah, everything is ready. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, I can't come. I just, you know...
this uh, one DF, I'm also part. I took uh, delivery of some tractors, and we have to try the tractors, and we're doing it in the night. You are trying your tractors in the night. Amen. You see, when it comes to church, people can give excuses. But when you invite them to a peteshiba, or invite them to funeral, do know that in Accra here, there are some people, they are called funeral contractors. They just have their clothes known. They nose around where there is funeral. Amen. But when you invite them to the church, they will give you excuse. Some will say, I don't have dress. I don't have a shoe. But let Shatawale come to their area there. Hey, Shatawale! Shatawale! They will be there. But you invite them to church, they will give you excuse. Oh, as for church, my dress is not good, though. My, my shoe. I don't have a good shoe. Amen. It's all excuse. Then he called again another man. Hello. I'm Mr. Joseph. Are you coming? Oh, I'm sorry. You know, I'm really, really sorry. You know, I, you know, I just married last week. And my wife and I will have honeymoon and we can't come to the king's dinner. And so next time. Amen. Dinner. Woman, married woman and dinner. Hey. Amen. That is where you will see watch my back. Some will take about two weeks for because of the dinner. A, a special cream for the back for two weeks. Amen. I believe the man did not even tell the wife that the king is inviting us. He said, I cannot come. So, Excuse for it. You can have a love. Hallelujah. But the Bible says, it said, go in and compare. Go in and compare. Inviting people to church, you don't persuade. You do what? You compare them. That means you force them. 
That's what the Bible is saying. God said we should force people. We should force people. I have I've led people. There's one time went for crusade somewhere, and I entered the house. A lady was in his uh, in her nighty night dress. I said, "You put." He said, "Oh, this way." You see, I have to go and make my. I said, "Just come," and she came. And later on, she gave her life to Christ. So you compare them. Force your friends, your relatives, force them to come to church. Invite them. Don't say, oh, some, somebody will say, oh, I, I'm going to think about it. I'm going to think about it. But if you invite the same person for other social events, he will not even think. He said, I'll be there. Amen. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. So we should compare. How do you compare? Sometimes start from Monday. Continually call the person with phone calls. I've told you that Sunday we're going to church. Then you call again. We're going to church. You see the mind is like a scale. As you put on words. It will balance. Compel people. Force them. We're going to. By Wednesday. The person may say. Oh I don't even have a shoe. Oh you I'll, I'll make sure you get one. To help people. To know Jesus. You need to do a lot of sacrifice. They will not just respond anyhow. Compare them. I say compare them. I say compare them. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. Number three. The reason is that Jesus expects us to bring other sheep outside the sheepfold. Everybody say sheepfold. Jesus expects us to bring others. Now, John chapter 10, verse 1. The most assuredly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door but climbs up some other way the same is a thief and a robber but he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep amen now here Jesus is showing us that there's a shepherd and that is what? A sheep food. This church, as far as Jesus is concerned, we are in the sheep food. Turn to somebody and say, I am in the sheep food. I am in the sheep food. Amen. You know, so we have those outside 
are regarded as people outside the sheepfold. Amen. Unbelievers are regarded as people outside the sheepfold. And Jesus wants us to reach out to such people. Amen. There are other sheep that he needs to bring in. And it is our responsibility. Now John 10 verse 16. And other sheep I have which are not of this fold. Them also I must bring and they shall hear my voice. And there shall be one fold and one shepherd. So Jesus is saying I have other people outside. They are not inside the church here. They must also be here. They must come here. We must bring them in. So that they can hear what you are hearing. And he's saying that they may hear my voice. So if we come here and we think we are the only sheep. As the chief shepherd, he is not happy. So... It is you that he will use to bring in the other sheep. Everybody say the other sheep. So who is the other sheep? That your friend who is not going to church. That your relative who is not going to church. That person you meet on the street who is not going to church. He is the other sheep. She is the other sheep. The person you met in Trotro, those you meet in Trotro, those you meet in towns, they are other sheep. The people you work with. You don't just work with people. Find out whether they are born again. Find out whether they've given their life to Christ and you must lead them. They are the other sheep. Everybody say the other sheep. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. Fourth one. Evangelism is the only way to demonstrate the compassion of Jesus on sinners. It's the only way if you don't have contact with a person how can you demonstrate the love of God so it takes evangelism to reach out to people and show them about the love of God the compassion of God Audacity of Faith is another faith blockbuster book from the Apostle of Faith, Bishop Matthew Adiamensis Stable, and from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violence take it by force. Matthew 11:12. Bishop Adiamensis reviews faith as a supernatural force higher than the natural force. Faith breaks protocol with check. 
Faith suspends natural law with immunity and provides exemptions. The book is full of super sensational testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders done through impunity, indemnity and immunity, audacity of faith. Grab your copy now. God of Miracles, Signs and Wonders By stretching out your hand to heal and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. This book contains mind-blowing and incredible testimonies, healings, miracles, signs and wonders done in the glorious name of Jesus Christ through the ministry of Bishop Adiaminsa. He reveals the step-to-step -step approach about how to grow in the Word of God, the levels of anointing of the Holy Spirit, and the power of faith to have miracles, signs and wonders in your life and ministry through the simplicity of preaching the Gospel. God of Miracles, Signs and Wonders is a must-read. Grab your copy now. can never feel the compassion of Jesus unless you and I we reach out to them unless you and I that your neighbor sometimes we live in certain places and we behave like we don't want to know but the person that your neighbor there he needs the compassion of Jesus Put your hands together. Sometimes we walk around, we see the harlots, we see the prostitutes. And we say, hey, these guys, look at what they are doing. All that we do is to condemn them. Eh? Find guys like this. Eh? Instead of them to, to find a better job, look at what they are doing. You only condemn them, but you don't show them the compassion of Jesus. You see, compassion is to see somebody doing something wrong, and out of your heart, you feel, and you want to do something. You don't just only feel, but you want to do something about it. You want to do something about it. One day, a pastor friend was telling me, that he saw he, he was driving along the motorway and he saw some ladies and they were waving and then he stopped and they got into the car and then this one said oh mina minyano first mina minyano first now they were fighting oh he's my customer you ask, you ask him then he said me your customer way. So he started preaching to them. And as he was preaching, one said, 
uh, please, I want to, I want to get down. Another said, I want to get down. We are not here for preaching, no. We mean business. So if, if you are not a customer, just let us get down and so that we we'll go. And he preached to them. By the time he got to Tetequashi, ran about. Two of them. He talked to them and said, you need to stop this. Give your life to Christ. I want to invite you to church. Take this money. Sunday, I want to see you. And truly, they came. It's compassion. It's not about condemnation. Most often, we, we like condemning people. I will not show them the love of God. Jesus will all the time show compassion. Somebody like Mighty. Mighty was a tax collector. The people that the people hated most. He saw him. He said, you follow me. And he was a custom officer. He started following Jesus. And then he threw a big party for Jesus. And many of the task collectors. And you know that when the task collectors come, the prostitutes also will come. So they were all there. And then the Pharisees. And you, you are a friend of task collector, prostitutes. And Jesus said, I came not for the righteous. But I came that the sinners, the lost sheep of Israel may repent. Amen. Amen. Let's show them the compassion of God. It's not that you are talking to them because you love to talk to them but you want to show the compassion of the Lord. Put your hands together for the Lord. So we need to do that. Number six, evangelism is the only means we can inform others about the love of Christ. What Christ did for us. It is the only means to tell people that Jesus loved. Jesus loved me and to tell people about what Christ has done for me. To tell people how he saved you. How he transformed your life. Amen. When we were in a Bible school. We used to have one. Student. He was an arm robber. Amen. He had been here. Once a time he came here. I introduced him in this church. Here. He's called Solomon Osegi. One of the devilish arm robbers in Nigeria. He was from Sapoli. And no police could arrest him. Said no police. And anytime they go on operation, he will let his guys go first. And he will take his time. Wait. The police is coming. He will touch the wall with a back 
and he's gone. So the police declared him wanted. They did everything they could not. Then one day they went to one elder, a born again Christian, a very prayerful. He was a businessman. They went to his house to steal. They took everything and he sat at the living room drinking and eating. And he said he heard the elder praying in the room there. They had locked them up. He was praying. Then his boys left. The police walking. People, people, people. Now he touched the wall. He couldn't go. He touched the wall. No way. He tried everything. He began to recant some words. But still. And then he was arrested. Amen. And he said, he remember when he was arrested and was being taken away. The other was said, thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. Thank you Jesus. So from this, so this guy is only prayer or what power? He has to cancel my power to make me powerless. People need to know the power of God. I said, people need to know the power of God. And the only way is for you to demonstrate the power of God. In Matthew chapter 10 verse 1, is that he called his, his 10 disciples and he gave them power against sickness and against unclean spirit. So he take the gospel to demonstrate power against sickness and against demons and again in Luke chapter 10 verse 90 he said behold I give you power to tread upon serpents and upon scorpions and upon all the powers of the enemy and nothing by any means will hurt you it is only when you step out there to demonstrate the love of God then the power of God will also be evident Receive the power of God to preach. Receive the power of God to invite people. Receive the power of God that the words of your mouth will cut into the heart of men. Wicked people will give themselves out. It takes power to demonstrate the power of God. And he was going to be sentenced to death. But do you know, he believed in Jesus and he started praying. And somehow his sentence was committed to long life. He kept on praying and gradually out of prison he had amnesty. And he became a preacher. He's been in this church. He was here some time ago. I introduced him here. And he became very humble and very sober. Amen. So with the gospel, it's the good news. It's have the power of God. First Corinthians chapter 1 verse 17. For Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the gospel. 
not with wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of none effect. For the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness. But unto us which are saved, it is the power of God. So preaching the gospel is to distribute the power of God. I've seen people bound in all kinds of demonic chains delivered and healed through the preaching of the gospel. One man walked to me some time ago and he was into one of the dreaded uh, court. It's called Obonin Court in Nigeria. And he'd been sick for 14 years. He tried everything. Then he said, his guru master spoke to him and said, go and see that small boy pastor there. And he came to my house. And I said, receive Christ. The man lifted his hands. Gave. And just after the confession, after confessing Jesus, he started sweating. And he said, I'm healed. I said, well, how do you know that you are? He said, yes, because there are some things I feel in my body. And that was all. I did not even pray for there was one man none of his children have ever stepped into church one of his daughters gave her life to Christ and then this man got angry took the bible of the daughter and put it into fire supernatural faith to raise the dead and jesus said as you go preach saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand heal the sick cleanse the lepers raise the dead cast out demons in this book bishop adamansa whom god has used to raise nine people from the dead shares his experiences and that of other men of god like archbishop benson idahosa Bishop Adiminsah challenges young ministers how they can receive faith and the anointing to raise the dead and the dying. Supernatural faith to raise the dead is a must-read. Grab a copy now. Audacity of Faith is another faith blockbuster book from the Apostle of Faith, Bishop Matthew Adiminsah's stable. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violence take it by force. Matthew 11:12. Bishop Adiminsa reviews faith is a supernatural force higher than the natural force. Faith breaks protocol with check. Faith suspends natural law with immunity and provides exemptions. The book is full of super sensational testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders done through impunity, indemnity and immunity, audacity of faith. Grab your copy now.
and he said if your jesus is all that powerful let him come and take the bible out of the fire and i will believe from that day according to the man anytime you he closes his eyes he will see himself in fire flames of fire for two weeks he couldn't sleep he been to many places all juju men because he was a powerful juju guru and this man came to our house 2 a.m he had covered himself he started knocking we looked up. so i was discussing with my wife ah, 2 a.m who is it it's nami oh pastor nami what is happening please pastor i want to see you i don't want anybody sees her and i come to you so he came in i led him to christ prayed i said it's in the night you let me just lead you went to the following morning about 5 a.m he came he was dancing oh god 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 Jesus Christ, come your time. He was dancing. He said, Hey, Ghana people, now you get power. <laughs> and from there, she led me to his house. Three bedrooms full of idols and juju. He got a chair, a lazy chair. He had made a concrete distance, which I dug it inside he has planted it he said when i i just lay my hand i sit there and lay my legs i just the fly hey and when i was burning this juju people call some told my wife hey speak to your husband that man juju he shouldn't he shouldn't touch it we destroyed everything by the power of God. Amen. And the man became one of the people who brought a lot of souls. Because everybody knew him as a juju man. Everybody knew him. And all the time he was saying, everything he will come to me, ah, now you pastor, now you get the light. Oh. Everything you tell me, <laughs> not true. The power of God. The good news is the power of God. The gospel is the power of God. It will save people from poverty. You know, when we preach this, people say we are preaching prosperity gospel. Yes. The gospel. Because poverty is from the devil. Or here, or born somewhere here. Lift up your hands. Pray this prayer with me. Father, in the name of Jesus, I bless your holy name. Empower me to preach your gospel. I bless you, Lord. From today, I will obey the command to preach. Heal the sick. Raise the dead. Cast out demons. 
according to your word. In Jesus name. Amen. If you are watching this broadcast and you want to give your life to Jesus, say this for me. Lord Jesus, I believe I'm a sinner. And because of my sins, you came to die. From today, I receive you as my personal Savior and my Lord. Jesus, come and live in my life. Amen. If you said that word, you are born again. Um, look at the screen. The numbers there. Get contact with us. You need deliverance. You need healing. You need counseling. We will surely reach you and get it done. And God will bless you as never before. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for watching Faith to Faith R. You're welcome to worship with us. Gospel Light International Church. Next to Orion Cinema. In Chroma Circle or visit any of our branches near you. Please call us for deliverance, prayer and counseling. And you may order a copy of this DVD or books by the Bishop. Call 0261-984-098 or any of the numbers on the screen. If the Lord has touched you to financially partner us for this broadcast or scholarship for needy students as well as for rural missions, send your donations to Ecobank account, Gospel Light International Church, account number 00300, 944-023-99401 Ring Road Central Branch We hope to see you. God bless you.